where we are right now with the current economical climate is I would say now more than ever, you need to have a team that will allow you to get those projects out to clear the path so you can do the work that's generating income and building deeper relationships with you know bigger and better and stronger clients and not getting caught up in the busy work because your competitors are going to be doing that and you cannot be left behind. Your inner voice has been drowned out by the noise around you, but you've always had a deep desire to make a difference. And now you're ready to step into your greatness and develop the identity you need to build towards your ultimate goal. Welcome to the Mindset Horizon podcast, making the world a better place by unleashing human potential. We'll help you create your own reality by increasing your self-awareness, cultivating an unstoppable mindset, and finally finding the passion, purpose, and true self so that you can live the life you are always destined to live. Now, welcome your host, a lifelong learner and growth mindset savant, a former architect turned lifestyle entrepreneur, Tibor Notch. What is up, Mindset Nation? Welcome back to the Mindset Horizon podcast. My guest today is Chris Ward, who is the leading authority in building your business by building your team. Chris is the founder of the Win the Hour, Win the Day philosophy. She helps entrepreneurs easily double their income and triple their time off. After the loss of her husband, Chris returned full-time to her work as a marketing strategist. She was thrilled to see that her business not only survived her absence, but was thriving. Now, Chris has completely changed the landscape for entrepreneurs by sharing the successful practices that allowed her absence. Chris has been interviewed by one of the original sharks from Shark Tank, Kevin Harrington, and ABC's The Secret Millionaire, James Milinchak. She has been featured on award-winning podcasts, radio, and TV shows throughout North America. We start today's conversation with Chris's personal story and entrepreneurial journey, And then we dive deeper into team building, how to build a team online and offline, the mindset principles of building a successful team, and the number one fear that holds people back from building their team that could actually help them scale their business exponentially. Closer to the end of the episode, we talk about the most important principles when it comes to being more productive and achieving more as an entrepreneur. On top of all that, in the end, Chris recommends super amazing books to the listeners. If you want to find out more about today's guest and check out the free resources, book recommendations, and detailed show notes, simply head over to our website, mindsethorizon.com forward slash podcast. That's again, mindsethorizon.com forward slash podcast. You can also use the search bar on our website where you can simply type in Chris Ward to find the episode's show notes page. And so Mindset Nation, without any further ado, let's welcome today's guest. Hi, Chris, and welcome to the Mindset Horizon podcast. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really, really appreciate this and excited to dive into different topics, productivity, uh, time management, team building. But before we start with those, I wanted to, um, yeah, just ask you about your entrepreneurial journey and where you got, uh, how how you got where you are today. Well, that's a great question. I was born in a small town. No, <laughs> we won't go that far back. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I was born in. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to scare you or your audience. 
Um, I guess for most people, my story starts with when I was pulled away from my marketing agency. So I was pulled away from my marketing agency for about two years when my husband was diagnosed with colon cancer. And when I returned after his passing, after his death, my existing clients had no idea of my absence. They were not aware of what I was going through. They didn't know anything about it. And so they started to gently approach me like, how did I manage that? How did I run on such efficiency? Because let's take the emotion out of it. Just with doctors, chemo appointments, all surgeries, all that, that was more than a full-time job. So then I had the company. And so I, you know, I started to explain to them the, the, the strategies and, and the, the team I had in place and, and how we operated, you know, so efficiently, especially with very little notice and very little time. So they, mm-hmm. you know, started saying to me like, well, could you tell me more? And so it got to the point where, okay, I'll work with you because of course I had a renewed sense on how fragile life is and that your business should support your life, not consume it. And that life has interruptions. And, you know, we as entrepreneurs get sucked into this passion and, and our business just eats up our, our every thought or every waking moment. And that just is not something you can sustain for a long period of time because life does have interruptions. So I started working with them under this capacity. And one of the real turning points for me was I realized that you you could simply change your complete life by having a team. And for most people, a team sounds very uh, heavy. It sounds very expensive. It sounds like something daunting. daunting. It sounds like you need a bunch of desks. And that was not the case at all. So I started working with these clients, my marketing clients, under the capacity of productivity. And they started to take real vacations. And they started to get those dream projects out. And they started to really, frankly, triple their time off and double their income. And they just couldn't believe it. And they were just so shocked. And it it put the fun back in their business and definitely their life. And so, you know what? I just wanted to help more people. So I thought, okay, let's take paper to pen and let's see if we can get a book out there and a platform where I can reach more people than just those that were in my local area that were, you know, at that time, because this was now like you know, five years ago, the world wasn't quite as virtual as it is now. So they were still people that were local that I had met in the business community. So I just wanted to get out there and help more people because I do believe business should be fun and that you should not sacrifice your life, your dreams and everything because you, you know, because you've got a passion. Yeah. Yeah. And we started our business because we want to have this passion. We want want to have this balance, free time, oh. and also fun, as you yeah. mentioned. Yeah. This is very, very important. And my intention with this conversation today really is to to shift those mindsets around time, time management, productivity, and also uh, talking about building building a team. So you wrote the book, Win the Hour, Win the Day, Time Management for Small Business. And um, there are different chapters in the book. Um, What I wanted to start with is uh, productivity. So in your book, it's chapter two, forget why productivity depends on it. Uh, But in general about productivity, uh, what can we know about this topic? You know, the way I wrote the book was I wanted it to be an easy read and I wanted it to be divided into two things, how a successful person, and and that doesn't mean how much money they make, money is a big part of it, but a successful person or a struggler. And so many people come to me and they'll say, oh, Chris, the whole time I was reading the book, I was like fighting it, but I'm a struggler (laughs) because it's the mindset, right? So like in one of the chapters, I talk about team building because there's so many fundamentals to really 
any sort of winning the hour or success, but they're all really simple and easy strategies that you can put in place immediately. And I know when we talk about team building, you know, when a struggler will say, oh my gosh, it's too much work, or you can't trust people, or they'll steal my ideas, where the successful person was giving me tips on how to make it more and more efficient and take less time mm-hmm. and, and save you even more money. So, you know, there's so many, that's a great question. There's so many aspects of the book that we can dive into. And where yeah. we are right now with the current economical climate is I would say now more than ever, you need to mm-hmm. have a team that will allow you to get those projects out to clear the path so you can do the work that's generating income and building deeper relationships with you know bigger and better and stronger clients and not getting caught yeah. up in the busy work because your competitors are going to be doing that and you cannot be left behind. So I'm really passionate mm-hmm. about that where some people right now will say, you know, well, you, you got to hold on to what you have, but listen, not only will your competitors be out there, but every brick and mortar business in the world has had a rude awakening and saying, okay, how do we get online really quickly? You know, places that never mm-hmm. shipped before are doing it for free. So, you know, having a team that allows you the freedom in your day to execute projects that will make you more impactful to your audience and have a bigger impact in your industry, you need a team for that. And so I just keep nailing it home. The backbone to any successful entrepreneurial journey in any part of history has been because they had a team. Yeah, 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 absolutely. 100%. I couldn't agree more. I'm dreaming about a team as well. So I'm just wondering if if the listeners are wondering, so how do you help people build a team before we dive into how to do it? Like, uh, what are some of the ways you help people do that? Yeah, that is a great question. And I get that one emailed to me a lot at, you know, at my website, www.winthehourwhentheday.com. And that's the number one question we probably get there. And what I say in those emails Mm -hmm. is, here's the thing, the word team, and I keep trying to come up with a better word, like how to hire your first outsourcer, but it really is something that can be so easy and economical. So let me take you back to the first outsourcer I hired. I remember it was mm-hmm. about seven years ago, and this was still a really new concept at the time, right? And there was way less opportunity and websites, and it was just less accessible back then, but yet it still served yeah. me amazingly well. So what would happen mm-hmm. is I was still going out into the community and I would have business meetings and I would be sitting there with my, you know, notes on my lap, making notes and, oh yeah, we can do that and writing down prices, et cetera. And I would promise myself with great certainty that when I got back to the office, I would put these notes in the client's file because sometimes the nature of my marketing agency, they might not get back to me for a week or two. And that, of course, I would hit the office and get distracted. Things would happen. And so every week... <laughs> Every week, there I was Friday afternoon, putting notes into the computer, and it would take me like two hours. And sometimes I couldn't, I would have had short forms in my notes, and I'd be like, I I don't remember exactly what discount I gave them, or I gave them a special pricing for some reason because they're buying a few things. And so now I had situations where people would call me up, and I'd given them the wrong price, and it looks like I'm trying to swindle them. But no, it's just because I've got bad notes, right? So Mm, my, my first outsourcer 
she was a transcriptionist. Mm. So I would leave the meeting. I would talk into my cell phone and I would talk like a minute after the meeting for like 30 seconds. And she would take those notes and she would put them right into the computer. Now here was the best part. She was so good at this and she only wanted to do this. She had like 10 other clients. So I swear she could type way faster than I could talk. And so this cost me like $10 every two weeks or something, because it would a minute of transcription five, six times a week. And some weeks I didn't need her. Some weeks I needed her more. So that got me Friday afternoons back. I got like two and a half hours back on Fridays, the day where you're really kind of looking at the door, please let me get out of here because I spent like 12 bucks. So what I do is I really work with someone and say, it's, you know, it's, we call it, sometimes I want to sound fancy and I call it an audit, but really what I do is I could spend 10, 15 minutes with someone and tell you right away, look, the first thing we're going to do is get you five hours this week and it's going to cost you like 20 bucks. This is how we're going to do it. It's super, Mm -hmm. super easy and it happens really fast. Wow. Wow. That's super amazing. And you know, I was just wondering, uh, when is it the right time to start building a team? Cause I was also, you know, um, first of all, when it comes to tasks and different things, um, connected to the podcast as an example, you know, I always try, uh, the followings, um, batching, optimizing, automating, and then outsourcing. So I was putting systems in place and, you know, I just, um, and I had put some systems in place. There are some systems and processes that I want to optimize. Like this was my mindset before I want to you know, um, outsource something or build a team around these tasks or systems, um, I should optimize the processes. Is this something um, like a good mindset or what are some of your thoughts on that? So when you say optimize the process, you're saying, okay, I want to figure it out first before I hand it to somebody else. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. So let's say I have a system for uh, interviewing guests or uh, inviting guests on the show, emails here and there. And then within those, some tasks um, and yeah, optimizing them before um, before outsourcing, so to speak. So my question is, when is it the best time to start building a team? That is a really great question. And, you know, when I'm working with someone in my coaching program who has big dreams like yours, you know, and they just think, well, their dreams mm-hmm. require a lot of work because it's a podcast or it's a book, mm-hmm. it's all these big ambitions. And they think, oh, I've got to just nail this down first before I can, you know, hand it off to somebody else. And there is some basics there that you might think, okay, I just want to have an idea of what I want to do. But excuse me, I would tell you that you are probably refining the process way longer and way more developed like if you it, then you need to be so you might be refining this process for like 12 weeks and you could be handing it over in two and that's the magic yeah. of what we do and the magic of you know outsourcing is so often you think you have to get this all you just have to get it in enough that you can communicate it because what i would tell you too is the talent is connected to the tools so for example in my team because i have a podcast now as well when the hour when the day podcast and the person who edits my uh you know my interviews 
she, because that's what all she does and, and she's our video mm-hmm. editor and she does all these things. Well, she just came back last week with another tool that says, oh my gosh, do you know this tool that you can right click and anytime you say, um, in it, it will delete all the ums out of your podcast. Like, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's crazy. Now I don't say, um, a lot, but my guests do. Right. And so mm-hmm. you're like, that's awesome. But she, her talent is connected to those tools because that's her focus. So what I would say is the quicker you can get a rudimentary process in place where you say, okay, this is what I'm trying to do guys. And then, you know, put the team in place to serve you. You'll find that they Mm -hmm. will accelerate you far quicker, faster, and more efficiently than you building it out yourself. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And when it comes to teams, you know, I don't know if you focus on building a team online or offline or both, or what, what, what are some of the things that you know, you focus on or help people with? That is my favorite question, I have to say. And it's so important. We could talk an hour just on that. And so that is really good. Yeah. (laughs) So to me, like a team, (laughs) what the word team means is together, everyone accelerates money. And, but what the magic is of this time that we're in right now is we have this global village of resources. And not only do we have more resources and there, you know, the economic uh, variations of those resources, so we can labor at all different costs and things like that, and that we can just virtually hit a button and see their desktop. There's all these benefits. But the, the other side of that back in the day when you had to have somebody come into your office, first of all, they had to be local. Secondly, more often than not, you could, maybe you only needed, let's say the video editor, you need stuff for social media, you need a video editor. Now you have somebody coming in and maybe you only need them two hours this week, but four hours next week, but you have to give them enough hours that it's going to be worth their time. So now you're having to give them other work that's not their and you know passion or focus and so that w- waters down the quality there then you have to provide the desk and the computer and whatever software is needed because now they're coming to your place whereas when you're outsourcing they have all that stuff there you can say well i might need you one week uh, one week for 3 hours and not need you for another 3 weeks but you are going to be my video editor and every time i need video editing you are my you're my guy or gal right mm, yeah. so The in-house stuff, what I find is I do have some in-house staff for sure, but the ability to outsource and leverage my company and lean into it and get things out quicker allows me to pay my in-house staff even more. And it just keeps my costs down and things like that. So that whole hiring local and being limited by geography and talent and their availability and time that really it's almost like it's just a uh, like that hole gets smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller whereas the global village of resources and -hmm. never mind that it's so economically affordable and there's no overhead and and it's just like the transcriptionist I just told you about. God yeah. help her. She only liked doing that. That's all she wanted to do. So <laughs> she was really good at it. I would have rather, I don't know, like it seemed to me like being imprisoned doing that, but she liked it. So she was really good at it. Whereas if I, I would have never hired that in-house. And if I did, you know, I'd have to give her other things she didn't like to do to fill the time. So mm-hmm. that is one of the beautiful, beautiful rewards of outsourcing. Mm. Wow, that's really interesting. Yeah. And um, I was just wondering, um, what is the biggest struggle that people um, or biggest um, fear people have when it comes to building the team? Or what is the, the issue that holds people back from building a team? 
Yeah. People think it's going to take a lot of time, money, and effort. And the word team, I get it. It sounds like you're maybe building a basketball team or something, but a team can be you mm. and one other person that comes in, you know, that virtually comes in for two hours a week. A team just means there's more than you because until there's more than you, you are just self-employed and self-employed is being, is a really expensive sport because you have to pay for everything versus when you had a job, you didn't, right? What is up Mindset Nation? I hope you guys are enjoying today's episode and we're going to get back to this conversation very soon after thanking to our sponsors. Mindset Nation, I am immensely grateful for each and every one of you who tuned into this podcast today, the Mindset Horizon podcast. And if you feel like you're getting value out of these episodes and you might have further questions connected to mindset, entrepreneurship, or podcasting, or you simply want to hang out with other like-minded listeners and me, I would highly encourage you to join the Mindset Nation Facebook group, a global community of Mindset Horizon, where I'm there every single day to answer your questions, either if it's connected to the podcast, episode topics, or if it's connected to your goals and aspirations in life and business, I am there to support you for free every single day. You can join the Mindset Nation community at mindsethorizon.com forward slash Mindset Nation. Once again, mindsethorizon.com forward slash Mindset Nation, or simply go to our website, MindsetHorizon.com, and in the main menu on top of the site, you will find a button that says Mindset Nation, and there you can join the global community of like-minded listeners. I'm super excited to welcome you and connect with you in the Facebook group, and until then, be limitless, my friends. As a mission and impact-driven entrepreneur, thought leader, visionary, and changemaker, have you ever thought of increasing your online visibility, building credibility, and scaling your impact and business by starting your own podcast? If you've answered this question with hell yeah, now this is your chance. According to Edison Research in the US, podcasting is one of the fastest growing medium. So if you're ready to start your own podcast, build credibility and scale your impact and business, I have good news for you. I launch a 12-week group coaching program every single month with four people where I teach how to start your own epic podcast from scratch, build credibility and scale your online presence and business. In order for you to see that podcasting is something that you want to start, I provide a 30-minute free discovery call where we can see if podcasting is something that can help you scale your brand and business. You can book a free discovery call with me at MindsetHorizon.com forward slash free call. That's again, MindsetHorizon.com forward slash free call. Or simply shoot me an email at tibor at MindsetHorizon.com. That's T-I-B-O-R, tibor at MindsetHorizon.com. So Mindset Nation, without any further ado, let's get back to today's Mindset Transforming Conversation. So you just want to start small with that team, but what happens is it just changes your mindset and you mm. see everything completely different and you see the options there. But most people get stuck on the fact they think, you know, I've had people say to me, oh, Chris, you don't understand. My, I, this is what I get all the time. My industry is different. Okay. And then they'll be like, I was dealing with um, an actual videographer that did really high-end videos for businesses. And he says, well, I have a really specific way of editing things. So he would be out in the field for like six hours, and then he'd have to be doing the editing himself for another 10 or 15 hours. So he was exhausted all the time. And of course, it brought down his hourly rate because he's not actually 
charging for six hours. He's charging for 20. So it was just a hot mess for him. And he said, I spent weeks building out this, this training pro- process for, you know, the person who's going to hire as the editor and blah, blah, blah. And I, I worked really hard on it. And then when I hired that first person, it didn't work out. So I want to break this down into two parts for you. The first part is he mm. spent too much time building out a process he never tested. So if he had said, here I am, I'm going to edit this and I'm going to edit it the first three minutes and did a screen capture and sent it to his new hire, he could have saw what that person could or couldn't do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also that person would probably come back and say to him, you know what? You forgot to give me the password or you didn't give me this or you said this, but this doesn't work. And he'd be like, oh, you're right. We do that, but not in these videos and not on Tuesday because there's always more. Oh, I forgot to tell you. You're right. You're right. Right. So what happens is (laughs) there's all these hiccups that you didn't test. You know, Mm. that's the first problem. Right. Yeah. And and the second problem is. People often say to me, Chris, you're right. I went off and I tried to hire a whole bunch of people and it just didn't work. And I say, well, you had no strategy. I have been working on this for years. That would be like if you're a tax accountant and you come back to me and say, Chris, you need a better tax strategy. And then I come Mm. back in six weeks and say, you know what? I tried one. It didn't work. Well, what do you know about tax strategies? (laughs) You you can't keep up on your own work and you think now suddenly you're just going to go out and hire your first person and it's going to be magical. I'm telling you, it's super easy to hire someone. I mean, we have a little training uh, that we're actually, we've got a bunch of little goodies that we can give away to your team. Just check out to your audience, um, free gift from Chris.com, free Mm. gift from K-R-I-S.com. And there's a bunch of little really great nuggets in there. There's about maybe nine gifts that we're giving away to your audience. And we're going to be adding some new ones about how to show you over the shoulder when I'm hiring somebody online, how Mm -hmm. to do it. Like there's just simple things you can put in place, but Mm. those things are all simple, but they do have to be done and they have to be done in sequence. And so the biggest mistake I would say is people would jump up and say, okay, you're right. I'm going to go out and do it. And then there's a learning curve because it's another, it's another thing they have to learn. You're hiring the outsourcer so you don't have to learn things, but hiring the outsourcer is another thing you'll have to learn. And the cost will be really heavy to you and you're already short on time. So why not get someone to show you how to do it effectively and really empower and just accelerate your business quickly? Yeah, that sounds super awesome. And the links are going to be in the show notes um, and people can find on our page, mindsathorizon.com forward slash podcast. And uh, that's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing those um, goodies and resources with the listeners. And I was just wondering, um, I don't know if it's it's a question that can be answered, but how much would it cost to build a team? Like, is it something that can be answered or is it depends? It's what I would say is it does depend what you need and how much you need, but I am here to tell you it is shockingly affordable Mm -hmm. and whatever the team costs you, you will make that money back. Right. So as I explained to you, going back to the transcriptions, that cost me like 12 bucks and I got all the Friday afternoon off. <laughs> yeah, so what wow. will happen is, cool. I know. So what will happen is you'll go, oh my gosh, I spent 12 bucks. I got all Friday afternoon off. And then you look around and go, okay, what else could I, what else could I do? And then you go, oh, okay. And then I show you something else and you go, this is what happens with my coaching clients. We do these coaching in 90 day cycles. And, and they'll all of a sudden two days in, they're like, they're looking around like, Oh, that was great. 
you know what? I think I get somebody to do this. Okay. And then I show them how to set up a system for that. And all of a sudden they spent whatever, 15 bucks and they got another three hours. So on average, I would say the first thing is that you get easily about 25 hours back. Mm -hmm. And then depending what you need, we are talking about an hourly rate from five to $8 an hour. And the very, the variables, how many hours do you need? But it's all very affordable and it makes you money back or you'd stop doing it. Or you'd say, oh my gosh, no, no, I can do that cheaper. That's fine. So it's just, it just brings in the profits because it clears up your day to allow you to do things that will generate more money for your business versus the busyness of your, of your business. Mm. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Sounds amazing. And you mentioned that the first step is the most important one to shift the mindset around this topic. And then you can just, you know, <laughs> start building yeah. it. And that's, that's awesome. Um, I wanted to dive deeper into productivity as well. Um, you know, when it comes to different tasks, uh, what are some of the uh, most important principles uh, you teach in the book when it comes to productivity? Well, you know, the first thing I'm always going to bow down to, and I call it the ward method, is winning always requires delegation. So number one, can you delegate it, right? And that's mm -hmm. back to the team. Can you delegate it? Can you delegate it? Can you delegate it? And because we need you to be the leader, the the, the visionary, the one that can do the whatever it is you started to do. Like, you know, often we jump up with our own business and say, oh, yes, I'm going to do this. This is my passion. Um, you know, yeah. whatever you're marketing coach or you're a, a designer or, and all of a sudden you get caught up in all this paperwork and busy work. And now you're designing one hour a day and doing seven hours of paperwork. Right. Mm, so yeah. to me, I always talk about winning always requires delegation, but there's some other hacks that we give you in the book as well. And one mm -hmm. is I always tell people that when you start the day, that first hour is the most important hour. And that is the hour that you should be doing the work that requires the most focus or, you know, the most attention or anything that requires you to really learn something. And mm -hmm. that learning is the stuff that allows you to move the company forward. Like, okay, I'm going to be doing this speaking event and I need to get my, my, my speech down. Then I would be doing that in the morning because it's like your cell phone. Once you start opening up all those apps, your battery decreases as yeah. well as if you, you know, when you have a little team or even a, a, an effective team, things interrupt as the day goes on, there is the opportunity for there to be interruption. So if you get that first hour done, then you can always be moving forward with a project. So for example, when I wrote my book, that's what I had to do every morning. Mm. It was like, that was the first thing I had to do because I assure you somewhere in the back of my mind, I would have been happy to find an excuse not to have to write more pages, right? I would have been <laughs> yeah. like, oh, oh, look, well, this is a good excuse. Look, right? <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. that was a big thing. And what another big thing I would tell people is we are not understanding that our calendar is our time bank account. Mm. And so what happens is people don't put their own work on the calendar, but they put outside appointments. So if you have to get to the dentist on Thursday, it doesn't matter how much it costs, how painful it is, you will get there. But then you put your work on the calendar and anything pushes that off. And what I would tell people is, you know, they'll say, oh, I do that every day. I don't have to put that in the calendar. I don't have to remember it. But what happens is you walk into the door and you think you have eight hours, but you may only have five because yeah. that's like saying, um, 
I have a car payment that comes out of my bank account every month, but I know it comes out every month, so I don't count it. Mm. Well, that money's still gone. So that time on your calendar is still gone. Even though you're not counting it, you, you know, most people don't count their email as work and they're like, oh no, I just do that. So then, you know, how many hours a day do you really have? Mm. And then again, now you might look and say, oh my gosh, no wonder I'm working 12, 13, 14 hours. And what if I mm. got someone to help me, you know, at, at my first team member, and now I've got another five hours back this week. What could I do with that time? And we want to plan that strategically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's super awesome. I love it. Uh, especially the first hour. So I have a morning routine. I, I do very much the same. And uh, so I have a morning routine. It, it uh, consists of different things, not just the work, but uh, when I start working, I'm working on something um, on an important project or mm -hmm. on the business. So like, you know, I'm, I'm constantly putting down the, the vision, for example, like where, where am I heading with this whole yeah. thing? So I want to have this in my mind. And then like when it comes to the tasks and priorities, I want to make sure that those tasks tasks and activities will bring me closer to that vision. So I oftentimes zoom out in the morning. So if it's not a project that I'm working on, I just zoom out and, okay, let's see where I'm going. Because as you mentioned, especially if someone doesn't really have a team, like you are constantly in this um, tasks without, you know, um, limit or without, um, without an end. <laughs> you know, and uh, just hustling because uh, mm -hmm. as far as I know, in your book, you talk about the successful, um, how did you say it? Um, I'm just going to, successful people and strugglers and strugglers are the ones who just hustle. And mm -hmm. when you mentioned this distraction, I was thinking, um, there's a question I always ask myself, like, am I being productive or am I being active? Cause I can, you know, just figure out some tasks that I can do that are not really important at all. Um, you know, versus focusing on something that moves the needle and, you know, the whole thing forward. So we can sometimes just get lost, I think, in those activities. Yeah. People often confuse sweat with success and we get lulled into this. We get seduced into the fact that oh, I'm working really hard and eventually, mm. you know, it's like, think about a field and you're plowing the field and you're out there digging with your hands. You're like, I'm working really hard. You know, I'm just working so hard that eventually I'm going to get all these seeds in the ground and the crops will come. I'm just working so hard. I'm sweating. I'm in the sun. I'm out here every morning. This is going to pay off because I am just got my head down. I'm working hard. Yeah. Or let's get a tractor out there, <laughs> plant a bunch <laughs> of seeds really quickly, you know, and move on to the next field or something else that we want to do or then, you know, whatever, what are we going to do with these pumpkins once they grow? Maybe we'll make salsa out of them. Right. So yeah. people confuse the beating the chest of I'm working really hard is something that to be proud of. And I get it. I did it myself for years and you know, nothing 
better than when someone tells you you're a hard worker and you're, you're sweating it out late at night and you get up earlier and earlier. That's great. But I am here to tell you, and there's some really quick and easy studies that are in the book. They're not dry. They're really interesting, but they show you how the brain works and you are just so working against yourself. Uh, one of my clients, she was, um, she's a real estate agent in, out of Buffalo, New York. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, real estate agents are really one of the few that do have a lot of variables in their industry that they can't control. Cause all of a sudden somebody's buying a house in three days and there's drama and there's all these variables up in the air that have to happen really quickly. And she had been doing it for 10 years and she worked with me and she said, Oh my, and here, here's the real clincher. She <laughs> had triplet teenagers that were graduating from high school, triple teenagers, two dogs and a husband. And I'm not kidding you. I thought for a second, I don't know if I can help you lady. Like this is a lot. Like you, you, <laughs> you have to give something up. And she said to me after the three months, Chris, she said, I, at the end of the year, she said, Oh my gosh, she said, I made more money this year and worked way less hours than I had in the first nine. Mm, and wow. it was shocking to her. She said, do you know how hard I worked those years trying to do this? And every year I thought, oh, it's because it's this, or it's my second year or the economy or, oh, this, or the kids are going to school or they're not in school or it's summer. And she said, oh my gosh. And that year, like I, even I was like going, I don't know, like triplet teenagers graduating, graduating from high school, like that alone, you know, oh, the dress doesn't look good. We got to go to another dress shop. Right. And, uh, yeah, she was just so thrilled with her results. And that, I'm just telling you, you're working so hard against yourself when you could just get somebody in for the first 20 bucks and get yourself an afternoon. And it's it's just the beginning of a magical journey where you really start to see results and you can plan and control and escalate and just accelerate those results. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sounds amazing. Uh, Chris, as we are coming to the end of the episode very soon, I just wanted to make sure if we covered everything. Like, is there anything else that you want to mention connected to the book, team building, productivity, time management, uh, important information maybe? I think you're a great interviewer. So I think you navigated it really well and, and really pulled out some important subjects. And I think just the most important thing is it business should be fun. It should support your life, not consume it. And Mm. that building a team is super easy and absolutely affordable. If you can hold a coffee in your hand, you can afford to start to build a team, but you, you want to do that with someone like, you know, that that's got experience doing it so that you don't have to go through those learning curves because the learning curves are expensive and frustrating and time consuming. So, you know, just that is a strategy all on its own understanding that building that team is super, super, super affordable, but you want to do it right, right from the beginning. Cause you don't have time to waste. You've, you have been working so hard all these years. You do not have time to waste. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I always ask my guests about book recommendations. If you have anything in mind you would recommend to the listeners besides your book, um, business, mindset, psychology, um, any kind of topic. Yeah. Okay. Um, I am a Abraham Esther Hicks fan. So I love like the vortex and the books like that. It's really Mm -hmm. about being in alignment, positive energy, and just sort of not getting caught up into you know, just going into the day with a a positive outlook that things are always working out for you. So I find that really helpful and life affirming. Um, I really think the, the E myth 
was uh, mm. fundamental for me. It just always brought it back like, oh yeah, okay, where am I? So that's kind of really the first gem in, in my discovery of turning my business around many years ago, which allowed me to leave my business and still have a business. Cause you know, when we touched on my story, yeah. take the emotion out of that story. When you come back, you know, as much as I lost my best friend, I also lost an income. So you have mm. to be able to come back and have a business to support yourself because I couldn't have then started a new venture. That was not where I was emotionally like, Oh yeah, let's try something new. Let me get a job. Let me start a new business. I, cause I've got nothing but energy. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the e-myth is really kind of got in my head of how to see your business mm. and um, a great book, uh, Three Feet from Gold by Greg Reed. I, it's just another book about understanding. It's a, it's a fable and just sort of making you understand that, you know, not quitting and you could be three feet from gold at any time. So just not getting discouraged. Like the oh. example I gave earlier, when you're planting seeds in the field, you don't jump up and down on the earth the first day going, well, these are not growing. I yeah. planted this seed this morning. <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Awesome books. Thank you so much for sharing those. And uh, before I ask my last question, uh, please just tell the listeners where they can find you online and get in touch. Yeah, so I would urge you to go to freegiftsfromchris.com just because you'll get some benefit of that and get some goodies there. And you can always mm -hmm. check us out at www.winthehourwintheday.com or reach out to me on LinkedIn or anything and tell me that you heard me on this great podcast. I'd love to know. Uh, where, you know, where you first found me. And uh, that kind of warms my heart because I feel like we've already started a relationship. So it moves it along quicker. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing. And the links again are going to be in the show notes on our website, mindsethorizon.com forward slash podcast. And my last question is, what is your mission and what is your future vision? Uh, where are you heading? I just want people to understand that business should be fun. And if mm. I could change the landscape of business and the, the mindset of the entrepreneur where it's not about grinding it out and, and that's old school, that hustle and grinding it out is very dated and recycling, you know, just recycling new ideas. Like, oh my gosh, so you're running around like a crazy person and you're like, oh, I have a great idea. Oh, I had that three months ago, but I couldn't impl implement it fast enough. Or maybe this new technology will serve me. And you're just repeating the cycle, trying to do it all by yourself. And it's hard and it's isolating and it creates self-doubt. And you think, oh, I thought I'd be good at this. And so I just think, understand that business should be fun and there is an easier way. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no grind and no hustle. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. And uh, thank you so much for being on the show. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for trusting me as a guest on your show. I think nothing better that someone can give you than their time. So I appreciate your trust. Thank you so much. Thank you. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Mindset Horizon podcast. For more information and resources based on today's discussion, be sure to head to our website, MindsetHorizon.com, where you'll also have the ability to join the Mindset Nation community for more insight and empowerment to help you reach your full potential. That's all available exclusively on MindsetHorizon.com.